Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, folks, we have another fantastic, really real deal, big dog guest right now, Daniel Greenfield. Uh, He's a Shillman Journalism Fellow at the Freedom Center. Uh, And, uh, you know, people say that uh, journalism is dead No, journalism is not dead. This gentleman is an investigative journalist with front page mag. And um, that's this is where you find true uh, journalism today. You don't find it at The Washington Post. You don't find it at New York Times. You find it at places like front page and you you find it here on the really real deal. And uh, hey, welcome to the program, Daniel. Thank you so much. That's quite an incredible welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing you're doing the Lord's work. I mean, uh, truth is the antidote uh, to the things that are going on. People really need to know uh, truth. We live in an age, as it's biblically stated, where uh, you know the truth is made to be a lie, and the lie is made to be the truth. And you know, you and I, we we, we have a we're commanded. We're not requested. We're commanded to be watchmen on the wall. And, uh, you know, at least the last time I checked my Bible, that was that was not a suggestion. OK, <laughs> so you, you're doing it. And this, your latest article here, the two Gustavos uh, in California using the uh, sanctuary law. And, uh, you know, you have a case where an illegal immigrant killed a legal immigrant. And yet these knucklehead Republicans cannot seem to take the lead on the messaging, and they, they, they allow uh, Democrats to put this false notion out here that Republicans are anti-immigrant. We're pro-immigrant. We are. We're pro-immigrant, like Corporal Singh. He was an immigrant from Fiji. He was a police officer. He was a dedicated father, and he was murdered by this illegal alien who was driving drunk, and when he was stopped, um, he shot him. And now this guy, this Gustavo, is a Guatemalan illegal alien. Mm-hmm. Um, ICE actually put out a detainer for him when he'd been previously arrested. Uh, but the local authorities couldn't actually honor the detainer. They couldn't turn this guy over because California passed a sanctuary state law, the California Values Act, which says that no local police department uh, can cooperate with ICE. So mm-hmm. as a result, this guy was back on the street. Uh, he killed an officer. And there was another guy also mentioned in the article. He killed a number of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the people he shot was also an immigrant. So you have people who are actually illegal immigrants who are coming to this country to work, who are being murdered by these thugs, by these criminals who actually have no right to be here. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one thing I found out that uh, ICE, uh, over half of the people that work for ICE are Hispanic. How, how is it that on our side we allow the messaging to go out that we are anti-immigrant? I mean, so what are they going to do? They, they are they going to have some kind of nasty name that they call Hispanics that uh, work for ICE or vote Republican or conservative the same way they do uh, for Black conservatives? They they say, "Oh, you're an Uncle Tom." I mean, what what is it with the inability of people on our side to do the proper messaging? The media has this huge megaphone. The people on our side don't have the organization. That's the basic problem. They don't stick to the message. The left is very, very good at sticking to the message. They hammer it home over and over again because they have organization. They have discipline. We're more individualistic. And, you know, it means that people don't have the same kind of focus. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and you detail uh, this this case, and you know, and I understand that you not only are an investigative journalist that focuses on uh, border issues, but you also focus on issues of Islamic fundamentalists who they don't want to come here and become American. They want to come here and take over. Yeah, that's what the religion tells them to do. They come here, they shoot people, they bomb people, they run people over. They shadow Al-Akbar while doing it, and it's getting worse and worse. You know, New Year's Eve in New York City is now more controlled than ever. You've had drones, you've had thousands of police officers, you have these huge barricades, and the terrorists keep coming up with new ways to kill us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now what's the latest thing that they're doing? Well, even uh, in the U.K., on New Year's Eve in Manchester, there was a guy who just started stabbing people, shouting him out, Akbar. And you know that kind of thing is hard to, sta- to stop because all it takes is a guy with a knife. Mm. Um, you're not going to spot that. You're not going to see that coming. Uh, in the last two years, they've started using cars more and more in attacks, just ram a car into a whole bunch of people. All you need is a driver's license and a rental car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I think, and, I, you know, I, at first I thought, okay, this must be fake news. This has to be a joke. But the, uh, the, the, the Muslim mayor of London, I think they were talking about uh, banning knives. I mean, how are you going to ban knives? Okay. They're talking about banning kitchen knives, actually. There's a push uh, in the U.K. to um, outlaw kitchenize and out with detergents because you've had a whole bunch of these acid attacks where people just mix acid together. Um, they take household cleaners, they put it in a bottle, and then they spray, splash it in somebody's face. There's been a whole rash of these attacks, which are really fairly common in Pakistan. And so when you have a bunch mm-hmm. of these Pakistani immigrants, Bangladeshi immigrants in the UK, they start acting them out and the gangs start using them. Oh. And it's really horrifying. Now, I had, that's what I, I had heard of that uh, in the case of girls uh, wanting to go to the schools, that after the soldiers would um, would um, would 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 um, defend an area and 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 banish the Taliban, and they would build a school, then the girls that would go to the school they would throw acid in their face in order to discourage girls from wanting to do that. But now you're saying that attitude which is prevalent in Afghanistan and Pakistan, they're doing this in Europe now? Yeah, you get these people coming from those parts of the world where the, where acid attacks happen, and they bring that to the U.K. So there's been a rash of them in London and other places. You know, at some point it's going to come here too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the so-called honor killings, they've already come here. Where they, oh, they, yeah, yeah the, the girl wants to marry an American uh, or just, you know, date an American, uh, in, in, you know, in, in, engage in the way that young people do. I mean, what do they expect? They, you know, you, you come here when you're four or five and you go to school and now you're 17 or 18. And th- there have been quite a few where the father has actually shot the daughter. Shot and drowned and other horrifying things. And we've also seen FGM, which is um, a practice where they mutilate uh, the little girl's um, body in a way that she's never going to really be able to enjoy intimacy. That's a thing that actually they found a rash of them in Detroit mm-hmm. and in some other areas. So all this is coming to America. That's the basic reality. We don't show judgment 
Uh, we bring a lot of these people to the country. We don't check to see what they believe, what their attitudes are, and we get these same problems right here. Yeah, yeah. Now, it back when Obama was president, I heard an awful lot about the fact that in areas of the uh, world where Muslims are slaughtering Christians, that they're, they're at war and there are refugees being created, that because the United Nations, uh, some group affiliated with the United Nations, a subset of the United Nations that determines refugee status and resettlement, that uh, an entity outside of the United States gets to say, which refugees get to come to the United States. And so when Obama was president, they were more Muslims, and it's like one out of 100 would be a Christian. Has, first of all, was that accurate? And second of all, if there, whatever the accuracy of it, has it changed under President Trump? So what happened under Obama was for the first time a majority of the refugees coming into America were Muslims. And in the case of Syrian places like that, they were taking them from the U.N. refugee camps. Now, the U.N. refugee camps, uh, Christians basically don't go there because they're going to be murdered there. So the people in the oh. U.N. refugee camps are going to be mostly Muslim. And we, again, we saw this all across the board. We saw uh, the factory happening in Europe where they would uh, have Christians coming in as refugees and they would put them into refugee housing along with Muslims, and the Muslims would attack them or kill them. There was a famous case where there were people coming in on the boat. Uh, they were coming in from Africa, actually, into Europe, and the Christians began to pray when um, it got stormy and they were thrown overboard by Muslims. So this is oh, a very, this is absolutely a reality. If you have, uh, you can't class all these people together as refugees because the Muslim refugees will go after the Christians. Wow, this is just horrific, and uh, I wish we had more time for you, sir, but you've given our audience an awful lot to think about. Now, real quick, tell the audience how they can follow you. So I'm a showman journalism fellow with the David Horowitz Freedom Center. Um, our site is frontpagemag.com. There are a lot of great writers and a lot of great reporting there. Yes, and you're one of them, and... Uh, and um, we just want to say thank you. Uh, really, really appreciate it. God bless you, and you keep doing the Lord's work, sir. Thank you. Thank you for the good fight. Oh, okay. Bye now.